0: So today the church as i said earlier fe- celebrates the feast of saint philip Neri. so philip, philip neary born in 1515 in florence and um, he had been chosen or selected or they, they saw that, that he had showed a bit of promise uh, in in the business world so at the age of 18 uh, he moved to another family and the the plan was they would train him up to take over the the business of this other family but he had an experience a, a, a call to mission for the lord a call to rome actually to go to rome and to to work there for the the, the rebuilding of the kingdom of god so rome as say, had fallen culturally economically that there was that there were there were serious problems um also in the church corruption that kind of thing uh, clericalism and there were, there were there were serious issues in the church um, so it was easy to kind of tick the catholic box and have all the, everything right apparently on the outside, whereas in the, in the heart there, were, there, was, there, was, there was corruption, there was uh, a great need for uh, renewal. There was also great poverty in Rome at the time. Uh, so Philip uh, wanted to, to help with all of this. So he went to Rome and uh, started his studies. I don't go into too much detail. He started his studies to become a priest, left after three years, and eventually was arraigned years later in his early 30s. Uh, so he eventually came back to to serve the Lord as a priest. As a priest, he was magnetic. People really, really liked him. Uh, he would go on street corners and just chat to people, an awful lot, just chatting, just talking, and then steer the conversation back to, <clears throat> Do you want to you know, anything I can pray for, anything we can pray for. One of his famous expressions was, um, "So, when are we going to start doing something good?" <laughs> Sounds a bit cheeky in English, but maybe, maybe it works in Italian. When are we going to start doing something good? Uh, so he had a great way with people. He, he, he liked people. People liked him. He was just really, really, people liked being with him. Uh, so people would come to gather uh, and pray with him in, in the little oratory. So it's a, it's a form, they formed a community from that called the Oratorians, which exists at this day. Uh, he was also very wise, and as a priest, uh, he heard a lot of confessions. And he was known as a very joyful saint. I think that's, uh, there's, there's two points I want to hone in on today. One was his joy. He's famous for being a very, very joyful saint. There's a movie about him in Italian, anyway. I'm not sure. Peripheral uh, Paradiso, I prefer Paradise. It does exist in English, I think, does it? Yep. Um, so, and it just shows his joy. You know, because he loved being with people, being with young people as well. He's like a Don Bosco in that regard. Um, so he was this is, is a true story but people kind of considered him a saint in his day and to kind of show them he wasn't he shaved half his face <laughs> I don't know. so he shaved one half and not the other uh to, okay i don't know uh just a little a little eccentric why not um so but as a priest member was one particular occasion when a lady came in and she said father i have a bit of trouble with gossip and he said do you know she said i do and he said, "Okay." Uh, so they spoke a little about it, and then for her penance, he said, "I want you to take you a feather pillow, right, and go from Kiesan Mova to I think Saint Peter's, it was, and just cast out the feathers as you're walking along." And she said, "This is the most unusual penance I've ever gotten. I should actually try this. <laughs> now that I think of it." Um, so it's just, just as you're walking along, just throw out the feathers, okay, and then come back to me tomorrow. So um, she said okay, Padre, if that's what you asked me to do, then I'll do it. So she did. Walked along <coughs> from that church to St. Peter's, casting out the feathers. Then she came back the following day to St. Philip Neri again and said, so I did what you asked me to do. Um, what, was, what, was the, what was the point of that? <coughs> and He said, now I want you to go gather the feathers. And she said, I, how, how on earth will I gather the feathers? They're gone everywhere. I mean, it has been a whole day of wind and horses and people and traffic and and the feathers are gone everywhere and he said so it is with your words so it is with your gossip once you spread it you have no control over where it goes afterwards i thought it was just a very very good image because in our own world i mean we're as susceptible as they were in the 16th century to gossip uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's even worse today because it can be an awful lot quicker. You know, you can, you can spread something very, very quickly now online and you have no control over where it goes afterwards. So this very, very joyful saint was at the same time able to, to speak to the hearts of people in a way that they understood. But just to, to have a look at this issue, briefly, this, this issue of gossip. Uh, Don Bosco describes gossip as speaking to someone who isn't part of the solution or isn't part of the problem. About a certain issue, so say I have an issue with Mary. I could talk to Mary about it. I could talk to maybe a common responsible, say someone someone else who's responsible here. Uh, I could talk to them about it. You know, how can we help Mary? That's not gossip. Whereas if I go to John and say, John, you'll never guess what Mary did. He's not part of the solution. He's not part of the problem. That's gossip. You know, and I think we can it, it, can, happen, it can happen in religious circles as well. And um, you know, I think we really need to pray for for Anya why is that well you'll never guess what she did (laughs) like it's under the guise of we need to pray for her but really you're just kind of spreading a bit of gossip there you know it's we can we we can deceive ourselves as well you know if the person you're talking to isn't part of the solution isn't part of the problem keep your trap shut basically uh now you can say look I need to pray for Anya why what's wrong I think she just needs a bit of help at the moment not gossip but um it's 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 very especially in well especially in smaller communities, uh, it's, it's 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 we very easy we can very easily slip into it. So the the, the catechism talks about uh, different kinds of gossip, if you will. So one is calumny, where you just basically make up stuff. You just just completely destroy someone with made up lies, basically. Uh, so uh, we see that 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 that. Rebecca's after coming into a lot of money. I'll say now, I'll, do you know why I'd say that is now? I'd say she's fierce dishonest. I'd say she never hasn't paid a cent of tax. That's just completely made up. But I've just spread it. That's calumny, right? No evidence, no need for evidence. Just throw it out there and sure, okay. But then there's, then there's detraction. Detraction is when you share something that is true, but doesn't need to be shared. You know, where you, you, know, you look at... down there and you say, well... Now she's got a bit of a problem with, with the old, do you know what I mean? And, you know, while it may, while it may be true, which it isn't, which it isn't, but for the, the purposes of an example, while it may be true, you don't need to go telling everyone. That's completely unhelpful, you know? That's, that, that's, that's the traction. So, just because something is true doesn't mean it has to be said. So, yeah, Gossip. Once it's out there, we have no control over where it goes, and ultimately, well, I'm responsible. I'm responsible for the words that come out of my mouth. I'm responsible for what is spread because of me. So it's a uh, it's it, it's a it's a gift, and some are so good. If you ever if you ever with someone who uh, who doesn't gossip at all, it's amazing to see how they negotiate their way around conversations that head towards gossip. If you ever like, um, there's one person in this house who may or may not be in this country at the moment. Um, and uh, whenever something that might be kind of gossip like starts in conversation, she just steers the conversation back towards an affirmation. It's really interesting to see how, you know, um, you know you're talking about, you know, how is this person? Are they okay? Are they, is everything all right? Because I saw yesterday they did this, that, and the other. And then she'd say, ah, but sure, they're, they're, they're absolutely wonderful, aren't they? They're great company. And the conversation's just steered around the gossip and back to something affirming. Such a gift. Such a gift. So for each one of us today, as we think of St. Philip Neri, we think of his joy, we think of his zeal, we think of his wisdom, we think of this one teaching maybe of his today, that, that, that need to, to avoid gossip and to be affirming instead, because we have no control over our words once they've come out of, their ma- of our mouths. So may the good Lord guide us always to speak the truth, to speak that which is affirming, affirming, to speak that which is good, to speak that which builds up the other. Amen.